everybody. We told you we were going to do it. We're here. Oh, you know what? Let's talk. So I'm I'm actually at the K compound right now. And you know, what started out as a pretty easy journey, a pretty kind of uh, you know, run of the mill drive. You know, I've done that drive so many times now. I like to say I like to think that I have a level of expertise at it, but you know, one glitch, I guess maybe in like South Carolina, uh, 18-wheeler in front of me had a tire blow. I mean, literally right in front of me. It looked like a little bit of a IUD went off, but it was a big loud bang. It was a lot of like, I guess like smoke and then just uh, rubber, shrapnel everywhere. I avoided some of it, had to run over some of it as well. Now, that was a little, it was like a two-second thing. I was, it was like scary when it happened. But, you know, I boom, boom, ran over this big tire. Uh, it was decimated rubber, so it wasn't that bad. No damage to the vehicle whatsoever. But it was crazy. It was like a little moment of like, oh, geez. So then I went and saw Doug Parker. Went went and checked out Doug. And, you know, again, I, you know, I hadn't seen Doug in, a, in almost two years, I guess. And... Seeing his setup, I have to say, Cruise Radio, Doug Parker, Cruise Radio, you got to check out, check that out. If you didn't, if you're living under a rock and you don't know who that is, uh, definitely, you know, do a deep dive into all of Doug Parker's stuff at Cruise Radio. But man, he has elevated his game. I saw not to let you behind the curtain so much because I'm not sure he wants that done, but I could tell you that his whole setup is tight now, and how he does what he does, it it's awesome. You could see it. It's he's freakishly talented and he's freakishly focused and uh, I was glad to catch up with him we went out got a little dinner and uh you know sort of place saw everything and it was good really really good to catch up with Doug but then when I left Jacksonville you know he was kind enough to offer me to crash uh, I just wanted to get home I saw it in my sights another three and a half four hours and I could get home you know what I mean just get the unloading process done But it was not to be that easy. This, I mean, end of days storm hit me. And I, it was out of control. I didn't know what to do. The, I've, listen, I've driven from Fort Lauderdale to Orlando so many times. I've experienced such bad weather. This was a little bit different. Okay. It was out of control. Uh, Lightning, wind, rain, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. It was crazy. I had my dad on the phone with me. And he was watching the Doppler and he was kind of navigating me how to go, what time to leave, where the storm was at this point. So I was thankful for that. But anyway, like we said, each week we're going to do a conversation on Thursdays. Uh, We're going to kick it off with the rooster, John Klaikowski. And uh, John, John and myself got a chance to kick back and just talk some cruising. That's it. That's what these conversations are going to be. Nothing super formal, nothing uh, earth shattering. You know, I'd like to invite you to be the proverbial fly on the wall for just a couple of fellas talking cruise. And that's it. And that's what this is. Enjoy the show, guys. It's the night before the cruise. And if I'm honest, I ain't sleeping. But even if I could, I'd be dreaming about this weekend. All the fun we about to have as we take in this vacation. Always be booked on our way to embarkation. Because we know it's in store. Pockets and palm trees. Tropical sea breeze and frozen daiquiris. Oh, please. Thank you, sir. Yes, I think I'll have another. Please don't blow my cover. Because I'm passing on the muster. Bring a lover. Bring a friend. Bring someone you just met. It ain't snowing where we going in the 
the good times never end Here's the five more years Drinking beers, running peers Thanks for giving us your ears Through the laughter and the tears But we just getting started out here Give us a holler If you're looking, you can find us Somewhere south of the Bahamas Getting hotter as we go Cones and we united So sound that horn Cause everybody's invited What's going on? What do you have lined up? Any cruises lined up now? I have Alaska in June, group cruise with uh, Sharon at Sea Travel, and then I have the Vloggers Cruise. Wait, did you say June? Yeah, June. Yep. Of next year? Yes. The the the, the Vloggers Cruise is before that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's January 29th. That's my birthday, actually. I turned 50 on that day. Wow. So this Vloggers Cruise, that's the one that's going out of New Orleans, right? Yep. Yep. And what ship is that on? Breakaway, which I was just on last October uh, on the cruise to nowhere, where we went to Bermuda, but we just circled it for two and a half days. Then they gave us like four hours on the island to explore. That was the situation where it was like uh, you had bad weather, right? Yeah, it was too windy to get in, and they kept trying. You could see what was that they were trying to get into the port, but that we'd get really, really close, and then all of a sudden the captain would come on and say, sorry, folks, we'll try again in another couple hours. Now, where do you stand on that? Let me ask you this. So if you're, if you're, when you go through something like that, now there has to be a certain level of frustration that comes with that. But like, do you yeah. look at that as like something that would ever in any way, shape or form be like, you know what, while you're in that moment, are you in, is there a slightest thing telling you, you know what, maybe we try a land vacation next time. Wow. Great question. Because had it been any other environment. And what I mean by that is if we, if it had just been my family, I would have been all sorts of like mad and complaining, not to the people, but to my wife about, you know, what a waste, blah, 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 blah. But in that particular case, it was a group cruise where we had a whole bunch of people with us and everybody made lemonade out of lemons. And we just spent every day on the deck of the ship in the pool in the hot tub, just hanging out. And it, it was very easy to get over the disappointment because everyone was having so much fun together. Uh, any other situation, though, uh, yes, I'd have, I'd have been telling my wife, yep, told you, we should have gone to St. John again. <laughs> but, I mean, I really wanted to go to Bermuda, right? I wanted to see what was going on. We had plans to golf there. I was excited. And all that got thrown away. And, you know, we saw some beaches for a couple hours and – that was about that, but, you know, it is what it is. I've learned through all of my cruises that, uh, you know, safety has to come first, and I have zero doubts that the captain was just looking out for our safety when he was making these decisions, although there were quite a few people on the uh, conspiracy theory train that it had something to do with COVID. It really was windy out there, very yeah. windy. No, no, I get it. And we're talking to John Klaikowski. Uh, he's the CEO, if you will, of The Ship Show, a group, whether it's a, I think you guys mostly, you guys are on Facebook, YouTube, right? That's where you mostly exist. That's where most of the interaction happens. Yeah, Facebook and YouTube. 
I try to do Instagram. It's foreign to me, even though it's simple enough. I guess I'm at that age where, you know, I can only handle so much social media. And the one I'm most familiar with is Facebook, and I'm okay staying in that space. Totally, totally. And getting back to you, Cruz, I was I was just thinking like, you know, in many ways, if you're in that type of an environment, when you have the group with you, when you have people who, you know, they, they follow you, you know their online persona, you know them from kind of just interacting with them back and forth on, like I said, online, and then you get them on the ship. Now, it could go one of two ways, and it always seems it always seems to go the right way with you. And I, w- I would say that, like you just alluded to, the fact that you're in this crazy conundrum of not being able to dock in Bermuda, and that's the one port that you're trying to get to. In in many ways, if you have a group like that, if you have the right group, it can kind of enhance the situation, didn't? Can it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, as everyone knows, it takes me forever to get the videos out, but. Seriously, everyone made the best of it, and we had the greatest time just hanging out by, like, the hot tub areas, just having drinks. You know, it it was like the whole family came together. It was – that is a unique thing, too, because in that group cruise space, like you said, it could go one of two ways, right? If you don't interact with your people – then you're going to just be bored, right? And so will the people who uh, came along, and they probably most likely won't do it again if you don't engage with them. The thing is, and I think we're lucky in this way, we communicate, uh, you know, even in our social media, like on in our Facebook group with so many of the people that are involved that... You know, we're friends before we meet, and it's just, it becomes so easy that way because, like I said, it's just a family, and we just all get along, and we know where everybody's coming from. But, you know, truth be told, it could go one of two ways because, if I'm being honest, you don't know everyone, and sometimes you get somebody who comes along that may, you know, may not understand the uh, group cruise vibe, but that's a very rare occasion that that happens and and i think we've been really lucky in that way uh not to have to deal with that and i'm telling you the group that was on the breakaway was just amazing no you could tell from the beginning you could tell from so like i said john is the like does the ship show it's basically ship show on youtube it's ship show group on facebook and if you're looking for a just a cruise community and that's what i would have to say we're all we all everybody who does what they do whether it's cruise news whether it's consumer information community building i would say you know we all have a certain level that we put into each of those categories or whatever you want to call them I would have to say, would I be correct in saying that you focus most on the community aspect of it? Yeah, yeah. And I'm starting to learn that even more and more as time goes by, right? Like, I do have a passion for video editing and and content. And it's something that I'll always do. But I also realize in these times that we live in, people are looking for information like Boom, 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 right there, then and there. And I think information is becoming more sought after than entertainment. And my whole angle for it all was entertainment, not 
information because I can't remember anything. I don't know what's going on. Like, you know, I'm just rolling with the punches and trying to uh, tell the story that's happening as it's happening. And I don't know that the demand for that is as high as it was a few years back. But one thing I value more than anything is our community that that we have. And it's not just the ship show community, but, you know, the cruise the cruise community as a whole. But our little niche within that space is uh, something I value. And I say it a lot. I value that more than any content I've ever put out. The friendships that we've made uh, just through our groups or, you know, interaction in our live stream or, you know, meeting people on cruises. That's that's what I uh, treasure the most, because those friendships, as you well know, uh, last a lifetime. And it totally comes across. You, it totally comes across, and you could tell you have a you have a band of of, of whack jobs out there, and everybody finds their tribe. You know what I mean? And your right. tribe, you'd probably be the first to admit that. You know, maybe the, you know, it's it's not for the overly uptight crew, right? Absolutely. It's not, yeah, right. you guys definitely let your hair your hair down, and you know you try to keep it as I guess not um. You know, you don't want to be offensive. You're not a. I see. I see the look in your eye when when York every once in a while might might slip out and, and pull an f bomb. But uh, yeah. you know, but you know what? I, we do the same thing. Does one slip on my show here and there? Yes, of course. But you know what it is is basically a group of like minded people that are coming together. That really, I mean, how many? We got enough problems. There's a lot of problems with your your day to day life at work. Whether you read watching the news, which I all but stopped doing you know yeah. it is nice to kind of pull up with a, with a with a beverage or with a meal or whatever and kind of just you really one thing your show does and you know i don't want to make this a, a kiss ass fest but you absolutely feel like you're included you're a part of something and you feel like you're amongst a group of friends whether it's the moderators whether it's the people who are most active and you guys it really is and you guys and no disrespect to anybody else out there but you guys i think you guys kind of nail that better than anybody yeah that was the actual that was an unexpected consequence if i'm being honest because you know when i started doing this i i knew like the players that were involved at that time like sharon at sea and lalita loca and griffin Alyssa and and you know some of these other channels that you know it just seemed to me okay so you create a youtube channel then you create a facebook group then, you know, it. this is how you do it, right? And I was just kind of following along, like, their plan, right? And But the unintended consequence of, of all that was how some, I don't even know how it happened, but, like, a cast of characters just sort of came about within our, our small group, you know, and... Those people, you know, I'm talking about like the Paul Addas, the Lindy Lou's, the Tess Almonds, the Liz Breens, Wanda, like all these different characters, Kevin Brubaker, I don't want to, you know, Trevor, all of these people, they, they, they make it so easy for us because in, through our show and through our interaction, they've become their own character. So it's like sometimes when we're busy and things are just, too hectic for us to like follow along as much as we would like to like those guys are constantly engaging and i had no idea something like that would happen that that was not part of the plan and boy oh boy do i did i welcome it 
And I, I mean, honestly, it, it, we got lucky with that. But like you said, like-minded people, right? So you're right. We can, people who are more into, um, you know, or more straight-laced and not into the party scene, they may not appreciate or understand what we what we do. But the people that do, uh, you know, those are that's our, like you said, our, that's our tribe, 100%. and uh, we uh, embrace that tribe, and we are proud card carrying members of it. Whatever you want to call it, it's the coop. party crew. It's whatever. the coop, right? The uh, brom- yes. bromania coop. Whatever you want to say, you guys have a lot of nuances, you know. And that stuff happens. You know what I mean? I have mine too. It's like yeah. the, the nuances kind of take shape, and those are always awesome when they kind of organically happen. Speaking of one of mine is you know pure cruise bliss. When you when when are yep. you gonna like achieve PCB. that? Yeah, PCB. When. I guess my question to you is, if you're on a ship, what kind of cruiser are you? Are you, when you're on a cruise ship, I know you have, you would almost probably say you have two cruise lives. You have your family life and kind of like all the vlogs and everything that kind of happened with that. But then you also have what we have, what we see uh, on like cruises like the breakaway that you just had. A little bit more of the cigars coming out, a little bit more of the drinking, the wacky band of characters. But if I'm asking John Klaikowski on a cruise. It's a sea day. Maybe you're coming back. It's day six or whatever. Where am I going to find you if you're going to be experiencing that pure cruise bliss moment? You know, that's a good question because, first of all, the food is the number one priority. Oh, we know that. We know you don't play when it comes to the food. Yeah, and I'm like... Even though I'm pretty familiar with my food options, regardless of what ship I'm going to be on, I'm always trying to find something different. On a sea day, I guess, depending on the ship and the amenities, you're probably going to find me less likely hanging out by the pool, more likely like rock wall, uh, flow rider, water slides, things like that. Trying to sneak in some cool meals. I can tell you also, you will not find me in the buffet. No, no, so. I definitely have heard that. You, and you, and and rightfully so. That's what I like. You know, you, you we're all critical about our certain things. We've heard you go in on the food. When it comes to the food, I know that you're a big fan. Uh, I know you're. I guess you would say primarily a royalist. Would you say? Well. Are we yes. turning? Are we turning a little bit? I am turning. I think I am turning. And the reason for that is because Royal has made very, very little effort to change things up menu-wise. And, I mean, I, their chef's table menu hasn't changed. They'll tell you. You go to their website, and they give all these awesome listings of what you can expect. But I know what to expect. I've got the menu memorized one of my favorite dining experiences is on Royal Caribbean at their chef's table. However, then I went on a carnival chef's table and I realized that Royal's just threw in the towel with that. It's a whole different thing. But really, honestly, I'm changing because I'm starting to see some of the other cruise lines be a little bit more innovative where Royal... Maybe they're, I don't want to say they're resting on their laurels, but what they're doing is, okay, we're going to give you all kinds of new ships. That's great. That's fine. But 
like I said, for me, the food is important. And if you are not checking that box, I'm going to be less and less likely to continue to book that way. Because like we were talking about the breakaway, you know, yes, I like the fine food, but uh, Ocean's Bar is like the perfect addition. Like the the food in Ocean's, the whole vibe there, I love it. I, I think if you if I had to choose right now, I think I would lean more towards Norwegian. Wow. Okay. So I guess that makes me a Norwegite. A Norwegian. As we call that. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes sense for now. And I would say it's pro- that could probably change at any time. And that's the beauty of it. There's really no rules out here when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. I can tell you, speaking of Norwegianism, uh, one of my biggest moments of FOMO, you know, we all consume. We all watch these vlogs and we all see who's doing what and who's saying what out there. And, you know, yes, your vlogs and the way you kind of, uh, you know, you Dare I say you might be the Scorsese of the blogs. And uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I will say, though, I have to say that when it comes to putting the viewer in the place of where you're going to be, of where you are, where you happen to be in it, I can't, I can't think that that's by accident. I would imagine, and I'm not imagining, I know, that you definitely have a vision for certain shots, for certain scenes, for this, for that. I can tell you the biggest moment of FOMO that I've had watching any of these vlogs was when you guys were sailing out of New York City, and I ha- I was in that location. I was there. I took a solo cruise out of New York City on the breakaway, and you kind of get wrapped up. Even as a jaded New Yorker, you do get wrapped up and going by the Statue of Liberty, listening to the Bruce Springsteen and the Billy Joel, and watching you guys all out there having a blast for that sail away. Can you can you can you let us know what that moment was like a little bit? Man, I'll tell you what, honestly. I've been to New York City, and I like it. Although the times that I've been there, I didn't know anything about what to do. I was young. I was broke. I couldn't really, you know, appreciate some of the things that you can do in the city for fun. So when I went to New York, I wasn't really, like, super excited about, like, you know, okay, this is where we're leaving from. It will be cool to go past the Statue of Liberty and all that stuff. But this this trip to New York really just it started off with such a bang going to all the places you know the world trade center uh all all of those things kind of were like leading up to cruise day and when we got on the ship then you start sailing past these locations and it all just starts sinking in and like you said the music's playing and then you know, they slowly go by the statue and, and then under the bridge and the skylines there the whole time. I can tell you this. When I look at the video and, and of us sailing away and I see all of the scenes that we saw along the way, it still gets me. And York will tell you that's his favorite port to cruise out of because just the whole scene, you know, it's not like okay, we're in uh, Fort Lauderdale, we're sailing out, we're going down through and we see all the nice houses and all the stuff on the sides. This is New York City, baby. And we're definitely going to do another New York City cruise, not just because we want to go to Bermuda, but because that was... I I mean, the port wasn't the greatest, I'm not going to lie, but the, the, 
the sail away, man. And everybody knows Carnival knows how to do a uh, a sail away, but the breakaway, they were hot fire. Oh no, definitely that back of that ship. That was whether it was the escape, whether it was the breakaway. You know, and I know they're getting away from it. I think a little bit. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. To me. Just talking cruise nerd stuff. I just what you do with the back of a ship is very important to me. What you do yes. with that, and I feel like Royal completely drops the ball with that. I love a flow rider. That's fine, but you could flow ride anywhere. But where right. else can you get a high level, unobstructed view of whether it's the port that you're in, or you're sailing out of, or just the sunset while you're at sea? Like you have to like what they do with that spice h2o back there it is amazing and you know they did it for the sail away but did you catch any of the uh i guess the 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 party nights that they do out back there oh yeah and and for a, like if you're doing a group cruise that space was perfect because like you know we have events and stuff there was so much room up there plus bars you know and a giant dance floor and you know we we did an event called Cigars Under the Stars, and you can smoke back there. Yeah, I mean it's the perfect, perfect spot. I agree a hundred percent, and that's something I did. I guess I didn't really think about, but that that whole Spice H two O area was awesome with the, you know, the different like the disco parties and everything else that was going on. Yeah, it was awesome. Totally. John, what are some of your things you want to make sure you cross off your list in the next couple of months or years? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? I mean, let's talk like well, whether it's a certain ship or whether it's certain excursions or locations you haven't been to. Where, where are we going next? Well, I can tell you it's been elusive and hopefully, and I've looked at the dates for the most recently announced one. I need to get on a Pirates and Pier Runners cruise. That's definitely a box that needs ticked now we're talking. along the way. Now we're talking. Because I know you and I on a cruise ship is going to be a great time. We did have that thing where we were running with that for a little while. I know you and Tony cruised together, but we said if, if the three of us ever just kind of were able to just get away and I guess uh, get out to sea and, and, and cause some trouble, that might be a nice time. We might have a good time out there in the high seas with the three of us. And I'm sure, you know, that's not to leave out anybody else. I mean, I, would, yeah. I, I, I think, like I said, I said it on your show. I mean... York, you could tell you, you can yeah you can get into some trouble with York in, in the and I mean that in the best way possible. Yes. So well, the, same with you. Yeah, I mean, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, that's, I've seen videos. I've seen I've seen the pictures. I know, and that's why I want to go for crying out loud. But you know, beyond that, I I want to I really want to start experiencing different cruise lines because like the pandemic came and i wanted to get on that first cruise out that i could so i was on royal adventure of the seas and then uh we did the mardi gras and you know well we did the breakaway as well and then you know for our bromania cruise that we did that was on another royal ship my favorite royal ship uh freedom of the seas i love freedom of the seas yeah, it's it's such a great ship, and I forgot how much you know. I loved it. I'm not truly impressed by the Oasis class ships. That's just me. I've said that all along, ever since you know my first uh, Oasis class cruise. I mean, yeah, it's it's nice, it's big, it's cool, it's all that. Uh, but Freedom of the Seas, that's the perfect ship for me. But I want to try, 
MSC. I want to try Celebrity. I want to try Princess. I want to try uh, Azamara. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? I Azamara. also Wow, okay. Just for my own curiosity, I want to try Holland America. I don't know how well I'll fit in on that ship, but I've heard good things. Maybe if I do Holland America, it'll be an Alaskan cruise because I heard that's where it's at. Yeah. But well, I want to just try different cruise lines and find out for myself, you know, what, uh, where the good food's at. Because let's, let me just put this out in the ether. I still haven't got my refund from Margaritaville at sea, and that was from April, for heaven's sakes. And, you know, I'm, I'm mad because I wanted to document the, that experience because I feel like um, we as a channel could have documented that in, a w in the way it needed to be documented, right? Not, oh, so here's what you can find here. It would have been more like, oh, look at this AstroTurf. Yes. Oh, it's a little stinky, <laughs> but okay, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? That's, I'm disappointed in that. That was but, the, that, I'll never forget that. When you saw that, I was on the ship running around with my single bottle of Stoli, running around, whatever, doing whatever, and you, you stopped dead in your tracks. You was like, I just saw it, you saw it in your comment. You just said, hold on, is that AstroTurf? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was funny because on our Bromania cruise on Freedom of the Seas, anytime we ran across, like, fake grass, we were taking pictures, like, you know, pretending we were on Margaritaville at sea. But... You know, honestly, beyond just, like, checking out different cruise lines, I really want to get to some of these ports because it seems like I've been booking our cruises based on the, um, you know, whether it be a group cruise or, or, or something else going on. It's like we almost always end up in Cozumel and Costa Maya and all this stuff, and my favorite cruise was to the to the southern caribbean that's why i know i'm gonna have fomo in what is it the september october for pier um pirates and pier runners for you yeah well i gotta tell you so where we are at would always be booked and, I, and i'm kind of like uh, it, it's kind of a, like a rumble i'm thinking of it as a we're not at our strongest point we were when we did the first pirates and pier runners we were kind of i guess you know we were in the thick of it it was pre-pandemic and we were kind of like on the upswing now Again, I have a lot of distractions. I have a, a, a workload at my regular job that's crazy. So, you know, and I'm a little bit, I'm out of Florida now. So I have four or five locations that I'm overseeing. So it's a little bit difficult. But this is the purpose of this is to kind of start from scratch again. You know what I mean? Will I ever, yeah. re, will I revisit the days where, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, some of the things I've done on cruise ships, John, when you say, you know, you seem like you can get into trouble. I know you kind of mean that in a, in a fun way. And I kind of do too, yeah. but I, was like, I would go too far. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I would go too far. You know, who's, who's moving pianos from the piano bar at two in the morning and rolling them into the casino. You know what I mean? Who's, who's taking a lounge chair from the Lido deck, bringing it onto an elevator and bringing it to in the nightclub at, 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 at at 1 30 in the morning this 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 stuff probably had to stop you know what i mean you know and, and it's there is an evolution so i'm not going to do that stuff but i am i am looking for a little bit of a of, of a renaissance or, or or a rebirth would always be booked and 
while this particular Pirates and Pier Runners cruise is not going to have the massive file, it's going to be a tight group. It's going to be, you know, I think it's going to round out about 15 people. And, you know, we're all kind of in the same boat where we're not uh, necessarily doing the lives like you every week. But we've all been in constant communication and we've become pretty good yeah. friends. So we're going to have a good time. But at the end of the day, I, w- I-, I would like to see kind of like a little bit more interaction between the groups while we're at sea. We had this big freaking thing, this you know, year and a half to close to two-year pandemic that affected everything, and that seems to, at least knock on wood for now, be a little bit lifted. So I am excited to see uh, us kind of us get together. You've said a lot before. Now, you talked about the Oasis classes uh, of ships and not being impressed by them. See, the thing is, I wouldn't say that they're my favorite ships at all, but if I am anything about them, I was impressed. And I think you have to go into those ships with a little bit of a different look at it. You have to, one thing that really I was able to focus on, and I'm not always going on cruise ships looking for the entertainment. I like to kind of go and make my own entertainment a lot of times, but man, I have to give it to them for that. On those ships, when you make, build a ship that size, the amount of rooms you have in venues, and you have to fill it with talented people. That's what I have to say. I have a, I have a little bit of a newfound appreciation for the level of talent. Whether anybody you went across, whether it was the jazz quartet, which I didn't know I was such a freaking big jazz fan, but I ended up four or five nights of the cruise in the jazz club. Might have had something to do with the singer. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> just yeah. Then there was the con- the country guy up in the uh, portside barbecue. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help it. Except, you know, it was a, sp- it was a, you know, but uh, all that stuff. So, you, so that's what I really, and then yes, on the, I guess, Amplified Oasis, a lot more venues when it comes to food. So that's what I was kind of enjoying about that. But I definitely Yeah, you're think, right. Yeah. That is a great point too, because I mean, where else are you going to find Broadway shows, you know, at sea? I really missed an opportunity on Harmony of the Seas to see uh, Greece. You know, it is just, that's another thing for me. I really do enjoy the shows. I mean, the ice show, eh, okay, you know, seen it once, you've seen it. I mean, yeah, they're different, different shows, but, you know, like the diving show and the, you know, the, the production shows are off the charts. And like you said, the musicians and the the pub, whether it be on an Oasis class ship or um, uh, any other royal ship, the the usually they have someone in that pub that knows how to work the crowd, and the music is just you know all requests, and I can get down with that. You'll find me in the pub almost every night on a, on a royal cruise, especially. After we met Kieran Cox on Harmony of the Seas, then we got lucky enough to cruise with him again on Adventure of the Seas. Some of these pub singers are just the best. I'm going to say this too, though. The pub, and it may kind of, I guess, speak to what you're saying. The pubs on the Oasis-class ships are not the same as the Freedom and the Voyager class of ships. I could say that. They're not... The, the vibe, the level of energy, for some reason, I don't know if there's just an intimidation factor on these. It's a little bit bigger. I mean, considerably bigger. The whole thing is just bigger, uh, you know, on the um, on the promenade level. And that includes the pub and all the venues. But there's something about the intimacy of the Freedom class and the uh, Voyager class that really gets that room rocking. You, you, would you agree yeah. with that? Oh, yeah. And, I mean, on Adventure of the Seas, 
the, it was so – I mean, we hyped it up. We had Kieran on the show a bunch of times, and, and he knew I was coming and others were coming. And I, it was so hyped in that pub, you know, the especially being one of the first cruises out after, you know, everything got shut down. It, they had to schedule him in a different venue for a couple of the nights because people were complaining because the pub was jam-packed and full. They couldn't get in. Where, like you said, though, on the Oasis-class ships, you know, it's a little bit bigger, maybe less. It, the people are more spread out, I guess. But, yeah, that, you're yeah. right. The, the, the Those smaller ships, that pub vibe is, is definitely um, where it's at. I, sure. I, I can't I can't imagine I don't know how they continuously find these entertainers because on the Oasis ship and in, in they was a venue called oh was the uh what's the the music uh what's the what's the the music bar um what do they call I I can't remember I forgot now. what they call the music venue that just basically the rock venue or whatever it is it's two levels it used to be dazzles. On, a, on on the Oasis class ships, and they switched it over to the. It was a venue that they started on the Anthem class of ships, which I have not been on uh, at all yet. I, and I'm looking forward to that. But like night six, they pull out this Beatles cover band that literally nailed it. I mean, to the to the pre. I guess you know they would talk to you between the sets, and they would have these accents. They sounded just like uh, John and Paul. And then the next night, on the seventh night, they had this 80s tribute band of the, every single entertainer was just better than the one, but not better. But, I mean, just one after the other. It was just, it's it's kind of cool, you know, knowing that these people have a place to go. You know what? Are they ever going to make it? Are they ever going to be on a, you know, win Grammys or whatever? Maybe not. But, you know, they, they can work. You know, they have a, oh a place gosh. to put them, man. Really, it's it's impressive. It's almost sad because they are so good. Some of the ones that I've seen that it's amazing that they don't have like they're not, a, you know, like you said, it's amazing they can get that talent because some of these people are so talented, like they could be mainstream if they wanted. Yeah, like Piano Man, like, man, what are you doing here? You know, it's a, it's yeah. just, it's, it, it really, really is impressive. So talk to me about, let's just talk before we wrap this up. Talk to me about a port and we talked a lot about ships and everything like that. Give me. In your cruising history, if you can kind of place yourself in a port where you were really enjoying, whether it was a uh, you strung a couple of hours together or a moment where you were off a cruise ship but still on a cruise, in a port somewhere, whether it's Alaska or the Caribbean, wherever, can you point to a moment where you're like, you know what, this is it. I'm doing this again. This is one of the greatest cruise moments I've ever had. Yeah, okay, so two come to mind. One was in um, Skagway when I took a helicopter to a glacier and then followed it up with the family dog sledding. That was something, a completely unique cruise experience that you don't find in the Caribbean. And I, I that will always stick with me, one of the best times I've ever had. And then, you know... Believe it or not, because it's definitely not one of my favorite ports, but most recently, and I mean, we've had some really good times on the group cruises, for sure. Um, 
But most recently, we when we went on the Mardi Gras, I don't know. It was just everything was perfect about the day. I flew my drone. I got a bunch of good shots with my drone. And it was just myself, York, and um, Bunta, our buddy. We decided to rent a golf cart in Costa Maya and uh, explore a little bit and go to this place called the Crazy Lobster, which is like, you know... I guess it's like Mr. Sancho's and Cozumel, but, you know, uh, maybe a couple tiers lower. But the service was fantastic for us anyway. And the prices were awesome. The water was great. It was one. Of, it was a pure cruise bliss moment. I mean, obviously, you know, you get a, a couple guys together and they're just hanging out and just being dudes. That's that's part of it. I wish, you know, the family was there and we'll get that opportunity in January, because that's what my family and I are going to be doing. The exact same thing um, in January for that bloggers cruise is renting the golf cart, going to the crazy lobster. But that was one of those moments where, I, like, I'll never forget cruising for sure. And, you know, we've been to some cool ports. We've been to Aruba. We've been to St. Thomas, Curacao, you know, St. Kitts. Bonaire's eluded me. We'll get there. We'll you know, get there. Dang it. You know, John, the thing about PCB moments is that you don't choose them. They choose you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Did you, am I wrong? Did you go and get that golf cart and say, hey, we're about to have one of the greatest moments we've ever had on a cruise ship? No. Hell no. It happens. No, 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 no. I was expecting, you know, York was like, yeah, we're going to go do this. And I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, I got my cameras. I'll get some shots. I had no idea I was, I was going to have that much fun there. Now, you know, I've heard since then that maybe it's not as the service isn't as good as it was then, but you know, we're going to find out, like I said. Yeah. Cause I'm going back as you should. And you know what? That's so many times that, that is what happened. That's what people like talk about when they go to the, a lot of times, a lot of these places, the idea of them to people seems better than actually being there. I've seen people say like, you know, I'm here, but you know, what do I do here? You know, it's a beautiful, I'm like, are you kidding me? Don't do anything. Just, just, just heighten your senses. Enjoy where you are. Like, sit in the moment. Take it in. Take a deep breath. What do you smell? You smell salt water. You know what I mean? What do you, what do you see? Yeah. You see whether it's a sunset or whether it's mountains or whether it's a, who are you with? What do you have in your in your cup that's in front of you? You know, those are types of things where you have to really, even if it takes a little bit of effort. Don't you know? You don't always have to be okay. Well, let's check this box. We did our scuba. We did our this. We did our that. Sometimes you have to just go and just sit there and just train yourself to just. I guess, uh, what, what would you say? Just heighten your senses in the moment and be more aware, be in the moment. And, uh, you know, sometimes it just happens and it sneaks up on you. And when it does, it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah. And you're right. If you're in the moment, you're going to, uh, you're going to appreciate it more. And, and one other thing, the Ocho Rios, another port. Oh yeah. I did not expect underrated to, to really enjoy and, for the life of me, I do not know why I can't remember the name of the resort that we went to. But it was on Sharon at Sea Travels group cruise that I went on. And um, oh, I remember that. I got caught up in that one. You, you, yeah. that was the you were at a resort, and you just kind of let the camera go, right? Oh my gosh! And we had so much fun. It. I mean, it, it, I didn't expect 
the place to be nice. It was gorgeous. It was difficult getting there. I won't lie. But uh, once we got there, another moment where uh, unexpected pure cruise bliss. I could tell you right now that was. I, I saw that as I moved into this apartment in, uh, on Long Island, and I just I think I had just gotten my friggin' sixty five inch TV that uh, <laughs> and and I was just sitting there, and I don't know if it was the T, I don't know what it was, but I put the, I put that on. And boy, when I tell you, you just felt like you were there. You just kind of let it flow. You just kind of before you, you know, I was you know, in bed about to pass out, whatever, just threw it on. And you just felt like you were there. You really, really captured that day. And that absolutely looked like pure cruise bliss, if, if, if anything ever did. Yeah, it was. And it was, you know, like I said before, everyone was just like family getting along. And it was a fantastic time. Totally, totally. Before I let you go, last thing, I definitely hope, and I, you know, you say you talked before about getting your money back for the uh, Margaritaville at Sea cruise. I, a, a part of me is almost happy that that got canceled because I am going to Palm Beach County uh, to live in about three or four days, and that's where it cruises out of. And I absolutely, we talked about this and we talked about, you know, the whole experience. See, for me, it's not even, it's a no brainer. To me, you can't, like a, a day and a half cruise, there's nothing, like you really can't do that and really be excited about the cruise in just this, what is a cruise? A cruise is really kind of just getting unpacked and enjoying whether even if yeah. it's three or four or five days or eight days, but the day and a half thing doesn't necessarily, it's it's a admittedly it's a different thing but to yeah. have you guys down there if you ever do reschedule and we ever do like a like a, a night or two out in west palm beach and you know you get on the ship wreak havoc for a couple of days then get back off the ship and run around west palm uh we can definitely have a really really good time we could i could definitely see that being a, a very memorable experience with a, a lot of stories some of them we could share some of them we don't we won't share but just in general i hope that eventually happens one day oh yeah me too I, that was another thing i was looking forward to about that cruise was the uh palm beach experience but you know and i got to give credit uh, where it's due because when they canceled was days before uh, that we were supposed to leave and we already had our hotel, our Airbnb booked and everything like that and they canceled and like I immediately got on the phone with Sharon at Sharon at Sea and said hey look they canceled us but we already got flights we have everything it, can you find us a cruise out of Fort Lauderdale or Miami uh, and you know that's how we ended up on Freedom of the Seas for a three-dayer. And, you know, hindsight being 2020, we all said that, boy, that one-and-a-half-day thing would have been kind of a bummer anyway because, I mean, like you said, let's face it, there, there's kind of a, a, a routine in, in the cruise space. And, you know, by the time you get on board, do your muster and get all your stuff put away, hell, it's time for dinner. You've had some drinks, right? But it's time for dinner. Then you wake up, you're in the port, and then the next day you're home. It's like you you have to make a, a whole experience. It's true. Out of it's it. true. And how and how and, and I don't care. The last night of any cruise that I have, I do have a blast, but it's always there that you know you're getting off the next day. 
You're getting yeah. off this ship the next day, and that's day one. You get that feeling built into you basically day one. Or, well, yeah, you get the embarkation day, but that's a whole different thing. Like you just said, the sun's going down the minute you even know where you are, and then you know the next day you're up, and the minute you wake up that first full day, you know you're getting off the ship the next day. And I don't care who you are. If you're a real cruiser and you have a passion for cruising, that uh, that that messes with you a little bit. Yeah, not to mention the fact that it's creeping in the back of your mind, oh, crap, I got to get my stuff put away and ready to go so we can get off the ship, you know? So that's taken away from the fun, too. 100%. You know, when you've got a seven-day cruise, you know it's coming, and yeah, you count down the days, and you're like, okay, we still got four days left before this cruise is over, you know, and it, it goes by fast. But yeah. uh, my first cruise was Disney, and that was three days. That was not enough. No. Uh, Bromania... That was three days on Freedom of the Seas, and, I mean, it was a great time, but boy, oh boy, was that enough, because we we partied. We partied hard, and that was perfect. But a day and a half, we'd have been, well, I'm sure, we'd have felt, well, you know, two days, they call it. We'd have felt like it was lacking. No, so, definitely. But we'll do it. We'll definitely, you know, get on the, I don't know about the Margaritaville at Sea. You have to give them a little bit of credit because they persevere. You know what I mean? Imagine having your one yeah. cruise ship in your entire fleet sink, and then now you're buying old Carnival and old Costa ships. So kudos to them for battling. But yeah, Well, you got to give them credit, right? Because, I mean, they do fill that niche. And I think a, a lot of the, the appeal for that cruise line is the fact that people get on the ship. They take the two-day cruise. They get off in Nassau spend a couple days there and then catch another one back yes. which that's a cool space to fill and maybe that's what i'll do uh, if i do margaritaville at sea again but until they can prove to me that they can give me my discount in a timely manner <laughs> they're not getting any more of my money they may have failed that already but you're right i mean this is you then, then you're basically treating it as a ferry and you can get some sort of all-inclusive package when you're there right Right, and I've heard that the food isn't that bad, so listen, nothing can be worse, and I know I could probably catch some flack for saying this. Here we go. But Carnival's food eh, on my last couple Carnival cruises, even on the Mardi Gras, aside from uh, the specialty dining options, which were fantastic, is lacking uh, quite a bit in terms of creativity and flavor and portions and everything else but i've heard and i've seen the menu on on the margaritaville ship and i gotta say i'm not i'm not averse to it one time you know i'm a good judge of food i'll know i'll know where i stand there but uh i'll get out there eventually i think but like i said if i do it'll be most likely uh as like a, a taxi to and from right the bahamas well ladies and gentlemen we've been chatting with john Claykowski, the uh captain of the ship show you guys do your lives on wednesday night that was uh, nine o'clock uh yeah wednesday at nine although truth be told living here in michigan and the more time i spend here and realize how miserable winter can be i'm not the type of person like a lot of michiganders that uh embraces the activities available in the winter time oh yeah um I'm really, really starting to appreciate summers here more because it's beautiful. We live right here on the lake. There's so much to do. 
uh, I found a passion for golf that I didn't have before. It, our live stream, what we call it, uh, summer hours every now and then kick in. And, uh, you know, you had mentioned earlier your, your, your life has gotten busy. I can tell you my life was, I don't want to say not busy before, but this last year has been so busy for me. And, uh, unexpectedly to be honest that i don't have the uh i'm gonna take advantage of any time i can spend with my daughter outside you know or if i get some free time off of work uh, i'm gonna take it when the summer when the weather's good out here because i know it's only a matter of time especially since training camp has already started that's usually the the uh harbinger of bad weather coming uh i've got to get get it in while i can so we don't necessarily go live every week during the summer but we try to do at least every other week as you should i mean that's the beauty of it you have you know what we talked about the key word to your whole you know your whole entity is community and when you're talking about community community the your community understands you know what i mean you gotta yeah. you gotta enjoy God this bless is, them. exactly life is short and uh, what did what was that word you used? Harbridge, harbinger, harbinger. Okay, so this is that's a first. You know, always be booked. You know, we 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 like to uh, you know travel across a lot of uh, made up words that I do, but that sounds like it's a real word. And I'm just you know I'm happy that a word uh, that can you say it one more time? Uh, the harbinger. Yeah, harbinger. who would have thought the rooster'd be out here uh, using big words for heaven's sakes? And I'm going to run with that. I'm going to look it up, find out what it means, and I'm probably going to use it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we were talking to John Klikowski, the rooster, the ship show guy, and he's got the Facebook. He's got the YouTube. Uh, I'm imagining they'll, they'll they'll do it here and there, but checking on, check on them on YouTube Wednesday nights. And, uh, John, I really appreciate you coming on for a little while. Thank you for doing this, man. Yeah, no problem, dude. And you know I appreciate you. I appreciate the way you tell a story, the way you engage the audience. Um, and I'm definitely looking forward to you co-hosting again soon because, let's face it, Doodles, he's he's got a busy life too. And, you know, there's going to be – I'm going to need a co-host probably sooner than later. So, uh, you know, I'll be reaching out. Yeah, man. Put me in, Coach. Ready to go. Thanks, John. All right, man. There's a place where the boat leaves from It takes away a little your big problems You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Take one part sand, one part sea And one part shade of a nine on tree And the drinks set cold and the reggae is hot And I know this is the place for me Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away I love your big problems You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves you Jimmy Perfectly good island somewhere Where well, a ride the boats and don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away 
to where the police from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the police from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down Down in the sand where it's cool Put me down And when I fall on my stool Put me down I'll just leave there till morning comes round Sunshine ten ladies and pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear that I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away to where the boat leads from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leads from So get away to where the boat leads from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the... So get away to where the boat leads from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leads from